Hello and welcome to the Canola Watch podcast. My name is Jay Wetter. Today we're talking about seeding tool preparation to help farmers achieve consistent seed depth placement for canola. My guests are... Sean Senko, agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada, based out of Saskatoon, uh, looking after the southern Saskatchewan region. I'm Rob McDonald. Uh, I, uh, I head our agronomic excellence uh, group um, with BSF Canada. I'm based in uh, Strathmore, Alberta. All right, guys, we're going to start off with why is even seeding depth so important for canola? There's a very small window um, for, you know, for canola seeding depth where you want to get it deep enough so that you're in the moisture and get good germination, but um, it's a small seed with not a lot of energy. So if you, if you end up going too deep, um, you can severely impact survivability. So getting that, that um, exact placement is very important. And what about the evenness across the, the drill, the uniformity of depth? Is, it, is that particularly important for canola, Rob? Yeah, well, sure. Uh, our, our goal when we're uh, putting our seed in the ground is to get as uh, uniform a crop emergence as possible. Uh, you know, in, in the ideal world, canola would come up like a picket fence all at the same time. The reality is quite different than that. And uh, like some of our research has shown that, uh, you know, canola is very sensitive to shading. So it's really important to get those plants up and growing even as opposed to getting one canopy over another. That can really impact yield. So the, the picket fence, what we're striving for is is to get that picket fence. And with some attention to the drill, uh, we're hoping that we can we can at least get closer to that. Yeah, that, that would be our goal. We got to do what we can. We get one shot at seeding. Sean, where do we want the seed? Uh, have we got a target depth for canola? Uh, we should, our recommendations are that um, half to, to an inch deep. Um, target range so you know when especially in the drier conditions um you know you, you probably want to be in that that uh, deeper range of that range just to make sure you're hitting the moisture and um getting consistent germination yeah i i'd say that uh you know a, a key consideration is uh not just getting the canola seed to the moisture but getting it below the moisture we really like to see the seed a good quarter inch below that moisture to avoid having that seed get dried down. We, we ran into a few years uh, with dry conditions where we want to avoid stranding seeds uh, as, the, as the moisture is chasing away. So super important to not just get to the moisture, but just get below it. All right, we're going to get into the heart of the podcast here, which is some of the things that growers can, can look at with their drills ahead of seeding to make sure that it's achieving that uh, as uniform as possible uh, seeding depth. Rob, we'll start with you. What What do you think would be the number one thing to look at? Uh, first thing to do is read your manual on the setup of your uh, of your drill. There's uh, lots of good information there on getting the correct setup on the on the drill. Uh, you know, depending on the on the, on the on the brand, uh, front to rear leveling of the drill can be super critical. You can get dramatic differences front to rear on your seed depth if your frame isn't level. So uh, frame leveling is, is, a, is something that needs to be done. The checking in the yard is, um, is key just to, to get things, um, you know, I've seen in the past a lot of times turnbuckles are, are rusted, um, solid, and all sorts of things you don't want to be messing around in the field. So that first setup in the yard is, is really important. Um, 
after that, you know, start looking at things like, um, you know, packer bearings, um, bushings on the bearings, um, all sorts of things that can, can impact that um, consistency of depth across the field, um, you know, tires, tire pressure, tire condition. Another thing that uh, is often overlooked are the uh, scrapers on the packing wheels. You got to remember, as that packing wheel is building up uh, mud on it, it's raising that seed out of the ground and the uh, raising the shank out of the ground. That is, and uh, so it's a, just another wear item that needs to be uh, monitored. Let's talk about the tires again, Sean. You mentioned them. Uh, any sense of how big of a difference, even you know, ten or twenty pounds of pressure variation? per tire and I know that's getting to be a pretty big variation but you might see that what might that mean for seating depth well it, can, it could easily mean half an inch to a, an inch difference in depth in the field um, it, uh, you can see just how much a tire squashes when the when the pressure is lower on it so um, it can be a big change across the drill so you want to make sure you're starting out with um, even tire pressure if you go through all the work of leveling a drill then check your tires after um, all that work can be for nothing and then finally, openers. I mean, there's sometimes there's different levels of wear on, a, on an opener, and that could influence the depth as well. I'm assuming. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's um, you know there's there's good hard carbide openers that last a long time now, but um, you know things like rock damage or um, running behind wheel tracks, um, you can definitely have some openers wear faster than others, and um, that can change the depth pretty fast as well as. If you're double shooting um, just seed placement, I've seen you know a lot of times worn openers um, not get that proper separation, and you're, you're either putting the the seed and fertilizer together, or the seed ends up in the fertilizer trench and you know maybe an inch deeper or so, and um, that seed's not going to be coming out of the ground. Yep, yeah, I, I definitely agree. And uh, another watch out on these openers is we've got a lot of systems out there that are using hydraulic pressure controlling, uh, you know. Uh, uh, shank pressure and really got to inspect carefully for leaks and weep and seals because you start losing pressure on individual shanks across the uh, the system or on the overall system and that can impact your uh, control of your seating depth as well. So, uh, you know, maintaining these hydraulic systems uh, on the drills is super important. Anything else, guys, on the preseason checklist for seating depth? I throw out there, like the we were talking about tire pressures, there's a number of drills out there with uh, pneumatic and semi-pneumatic uh, packing wheels as well, and it's another thing to, another watch out is checking the tire pressure on those as well. All right, let's get on to the in-crop check, because you want to double check the seating depth uh, under load uh, at operating speed. Um, what are some of the things, Sean, that can can affect the consistency of seating depth across the width of a field once you're operating? Oh, like you're saying, speed could make a, a big difference. Um, just simply soil types or you know um, current moisture of the the field um, could make a big difference in what your depth is, um, how much your soil is throwing. So it can it can change quite a bit. So you know you don't only want to check it you know on the first field. Um, you want to be checking it on every field and and hopefully multiple times in a in a field as conditions change just to see. And I usually find it best if you've got two people. Um, one guy running the drill and the other guy on a, a quad, um, you know, checking depth behind, and, and it's much easier to get that consistent checking of 
it field condition if you've got uh, two people, but it certainly can be done with one person. It's just a bit more work to um, to be getting in and out of the, the tractor. Uh, when we're checking seeding depth, we're not checking one row or one shank. We've got to choose which rows we're, uh, we're checking, and, and I think that's vitally important is to make sure that we're checking uh, rows that are associated with, say, on a three-rank machine with the front and the middle and the, and the rear rank. The other thing to consider when checking seed depth uh, across the drill is make sure you're checking under your uh, tractor tires. Uh, so where you might expect higher compaction versus lower compaction, do a comparison as to what the seed depth is. Because again, our goal is getting as consistent a depth across the drill, and we've got to take into account uh, compaction uh, and the impact of compaction on the seed depth as well. So it may mean tweaks to the drill under the tractor tires. Again, varies by drill to drill, but again, another watch out, uh, compare compacted rows to non-compacted rows. And the tweaks might be? Depends on the on the drill and the system uh, that you're using, but you can tweak with, uh, with shank pressure, you can tweak with packing pressure, you can tweak with, with the actual seating depth itself. Uh, so again, very dependent on the drill. Can't give you a, a recipe for that'll work for all drills, but just to, uh, it's important to just follow the uh, um, the depths across the drill, taking into account where you you might expect your highest levels of compaction. Sean, in terms of infield adjustments, is is speed of operation, like ground speed, that the big variable? It's definitely one of them, and it's, you know there's, there's been some work in the past that it. Um, you know, it shows different drills, different conditions. Um, it can impact it um, more or less. So, but we usually find, you know, as you increase speed, um, the more inconsistent the the depth. So, usually finding that that sweet spot where you know you're still getting um, acres covered, but you're you're not getting that um, inconsistent seed depth. Any final thoughts? For this coming summer, we're actually going to have seeding depth. Uh, demonstrations at a uh, number of our um, tour sites this summer. So we'll be seeding canola in uh, some demonstration plots anywhere from a half an inch to an inch and a half and you know growers will be able to see what the impact of depth is on uh, emergence and establishment, uh, mortality uh, firsthand. So it should be an interesting demonstration. To round out this discussion with a couple of technical details, I have a third guest. Um, my name is Darcy Missler. I uh, work at Borgo Industries. I'm one of the uh, customer service reps. Darcy emphasizes the importance of reading the operator's manual for leveling steps specific to each model and brand. He explains some key differences between independent link and fixed frame drills when it comes to uniform seating depth. So with the independent uh, drills, the idea is the opener is not... Uh, fixed to the frame so it allows it to float as it goes across uh, different types of ground. There's two types of openers but each one of them will be limited by frame height if the frame is, uh, if you're going through a very sharp draw some of your opener is going to come out of the ground and if you're going over a sharp knoll you're going to be digging deeper. Um, the fixed type frames like a box, like the kind of more of the, the box hole drills um, with the shanks fixed right to the frame are very limited because they don't have that freedom of the opener to move up and down as it goes over these uh, these different conditions, the knolls and the dips. With the independent link and that contouring you just mentioned, is there anything a farmer can do about that or is that just the, the nature of those drills? 
Uh, the biggest thing is to make sure that that frame is leveled. That'll give you your uh, your best chance. Um, the openers themselves, um, if it's a solid trailing arm, you're going to be limited by your frame depth. If it's uh, if it's got a linkage in the middle, then you're going to have uh, it's going to have more range for going through dips and over over hills. But that solid trailing arm is definitely going to uh, be a limitation because it is fixed to the frame, so your depth is controlled by the, both the packer wheel and the uh, frame itself. Next, Darcy describes inner wing down pressure and the role it plays in drill leveling. Uh, inner wing down pressure is the uh, it's a function that uh, independent drills have where you can take weight from your mainframe, which is a lot heavier than your wings. Um, the way ours are set up is you've got your your outer arms have ballasted weight in them, so they're that'll help keep them engaged in the ground in drier conditions. Um, with us, with that inner wing down pressure, there's a valve that we can transfer weight to the inner wings from the mainframe using the wing lift cylinders to uh, balance the weight. And what it does is it keeps the back end of the drill in the ground. So all these openers hang back, so they're trying to tip the frame ahead. And you need to have enough weight on the back to keep those back openers fully engaged in the ground. So when you're making these adjustments, once again, this is in the operator's manual, there's a, there's a valve on the front of the hitch, which allows you with the openers in the ground to set the, uh, the amount of weight you want to transfer. So if the ground is soft and wet, you're not going to need any inner wing down pressure. But if you notice your back wheels on your frame start to carry off the ground, you need to add some weight to balance that across the frame. Thanks, Darcy, Rob, and Sean. For more agronomy tips from Canola Watch, visit canolawatch.org. Canola Watch is a research-based agronomy service from the Canola Council of Canada in cooperation with the Provincial Canola Grower Associations, SAS Canola, Alberta Canola, and Manitoba Canola Growers. Thanks for listening. I'm Jay Wetter.